Until 1982, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Chattanooga was known as East 9th Street, or the Big Nine. This Black History Month, at this time, every Tuesday and Thursday, WUTC celebrates ML King Boulevard with stories from the Big Nine, a series of student-produced podcasts that showcase the people, places, and events that have contributed to the history and culture of ML King Boulevard. No one at the Bessie Smith was one of the most powerful artists to come out of Chattanooga in the 20th century. Even having lived a little under 100 years ago, she's still celebrated by the city in a multitude of ways. My name's Madison Witt. And I'm Aidan Lochran. And together we hope to shed some light on the Empress of the Blues, known as Bessie Smith. To help us in our search for information, we reached out to Elijah Cameron, Director of Community Relations at the Bessie Smith Cultural Center. Bessie grew up uh, in this area singing on the street corners for nickels and dimes. And uh, she matriculated away from here um, uh, to uh, Philadelphia, I believe it was, and and later formed the blue. Uh, she became the, the great blues singers that she she was noted for. Uh, it is said that she uh, actually uh, was got hooked up with Ma Rainey, uh, uh, and she was one of her tutors. Uh, there's a version out there that says she was either actually kidnapped by Ma Rainey uh, and uh, taught, but you know. <laughs> We don't know about all that. While a number of different rumors of Bessie have been shared over the years, some things we do know for sure is that Bessie was quite the character. She had such a powerful voice that would bring some crowds to riot and excitement. Through her music, she was able to provide a voice of joy, love, and sadness to people in mass, even in a time when women and African Americans were struggling with their presence in the world. And probably she was so good at it because she came out of poverty and uh, she could understand hard times, and those are the type of blues, uh, um, uh, blues that she sung. The Bessie Smith Cultural Center, also known as the Bessie, is home to a performance hall and African American museum. One action the center is taking is a presence in schools with Bessie in a Box, a program giving classrooms the tools to help teach the subject of local history and culture. In that Bessie Smith one, there's um, a sample of her music. Paula Wilkes is the president of the Bessie Smith Cultural Center. There's a sample of a dress like Bessie would have worn, coloring sheets, different things for different grades. So a teacher can check that out and take that to their classroom for a week and be able to educate their students on that. Bessie's spirit, um, the fact that she was a powerful woman, just the impact she had that she didn't let things get her down. She had a really rough life and a really rough time that she went through, but she kept singing and kept persevering and you know, I mean, her life was cut short at the age of 43 in the car accident. I think if it had not been, Bessie would have went on and done so much more. I've lived a life, but nothing I've gained. Each day I'm full of sorrow and pain. No one seems to care enough for poor me to give me a word of sympathy. Oh, me, oh, my, wonder what will the end be. This is Stories from the Big Nine. This series is produced and edited by Will Davis, Jackson Vermullum, Harper Beeland, and the podcasting students of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. You can subscribe to the Stories from the Big Nine podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play to binge listen and for bonus episodes.